Hey guys, welcome to Journey in the Bible, an audio and video podcast where we do just that, Journey in the Bible. And today I'm joined with my friend to help me do that because this journey, you never journey alone. And so without much further ado, I will welcome my friend and he will introduce himself. Hey Karindi, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm very good, thank you so much. Awesome, it's a pleasure to have you on the show um, can you tell the viewers what you do and uh, what chapter we are studying today? Um, for what we're doing, I do personally. Yeah. It's mostly the word of God. No lie. Awesome. It's the only thing, the most thing I do in my life. But uh, for today, God. that's why it brings me today. Today we're talking about the word of God. As we talk about the journey of the Bible. And mm. the journey where we are right now is in the book of Genesis. And the chapter is mm. 41. So That's you're going to be going through the whole chapter. Amen. We're going through the whole chapter. And I remember when I was having a conversation with Kirindi, he told me that uh, he can go on for hours when it comes to the word of God. But I promise you, it won't be for an hour today. We'll try and keep it short. And another thing I'm excited about is that um, uh, I and Kirindi have the same background, which is Burundi. I wish we can put it in the background, but <laughs> so that's a that's a good thing to be thankful for mm-hmm. uh, that God allowed us to have this conversation on His Word. Well, mm-hmm. I'll give you a short context so that you understand what we're doing today. But please grab your Bibles, and before we even continue, I will pray that God would help us to understand His Word. And so, let us pray. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about your word. We are not worthy of this, but Lord, we ask that you forgive us our sins and enable us to be able to uh, talk truth, to communicate your will to others, but also most importantly, to obey your word. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so in Genesis chapter 41, you must be familiar with the story. Pharaoh has a dream. Uh, he sees seven cows that are big, and then he sees seven thin cows, and the thin cows swallow up the thick cows, but the thin cows remain thin. Mm-hmm. And the king is perplexed by that dream, and the same thing is repeated, but now with uh, ears of corn i believe which swallow up the other bigger ears and they remain thin as well mm-hmm. and the king awakes and he finds that it was a dream now when he finds that it's a dream here's what he does he calls all the wise men to interpret the dream but the wise men and the magicians were not able to interpret the dream so i have a question for you Kirindi. Mm-hmm. that it's by the way that's found in verse number eight And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all magicians of Egypt and all the wise men thereof. And Pharaoh told them his dream, but there were none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. What does that say about the magicians and the wise men? What does it tell us about human wisdom and science when it comes to spiritual things? Because this dream evidently was spiritual. So that's a very good question since um, to put in a context of it, even today, we rely so much on the scientists. Right. We rely so much for on these groups of people. It, it doesn't matter what fashion you, if, uh, profession you are in, there's always mm-hmm. a council of people who are really well versed in that 
particular thing. So we, we, yeah. we are more inclined, it doesn't matter which discipline you are, you, you're working in, to listen mm -hmm. to those people mostly, to keep put all our trust in there. And yeah. So in this uh, book, in this story specifically for um, Genesis 41, the mm -hmm. men, all the wise men, all the areas, even to the magicians, nobody was mm -hmm. left out who had something yeah. to contribute. They all failed. Mm. Only for one reason, mm -hmm. because they didn't put God as their foundation. They put themselves, what they know, mm. first, and they believed in themselves. And God, wow. on that point, was like, you know what, I'm going to show you what I can. And for that reason, mm. nobody could interpret it. Wow, that's amazing. So they're putting self up. Because, I mean, that's the same thing with, you know, as a magician, it's about you as a scientist. It's about what discovery do I have to give? But you're right. Spiritual things are spiritually discerned. And just because you have a degree or a PhD does not guarantee that you will understand the word of God, nor the things of God, because the things of God have to be approached in a certain way. And so as we study the Bible, how are we supposed to approach it? Are we to approach the Bible as, you know, I hear people who say, you know, you must be a Bible scholar or something. Is that the attitude we should have? Or should we approach the word of God with humbleness and humility, I should say, and allow God to teach us? I think because of time, let's just move on to our next uh, point here. You know, you remember the chief butler from the previous chapter. This is the guy who... Who was the first to recognize the the unusual abilities of Joseph, right? Yes. He explained to him his dream and luckily, I should say, by God's grace, his dream was a good one. Unlike the other friend who actually was, uh, who died uh, after, after coming out of prison. So my question for you is, the chapter presents, and Moses makes sure he writes this, that when this chief butler came out of prison after joseph had helped him understand his dream or explain his dream he forgot about him do we do that sometimes today do we forget our friends oh yes i don't know about you but yes i know for sure <laughs> fact that we do most of the time yeah. even though it's sad mm. yes we do it often yes it is sad and the lesson here i think is to remember our friends and uh, to be, you know, the Bible says, whosoever has friends, uh, let him behave friendly, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're supposed to, you know, help out our friends because you never know why God put you in the position where you are in today. And so that's something that we have to, to keep our eye on. One more thing before we move on from that point, we have to understand as humans mm. that we yep. need each other. There's nobody, okay. like, it's not like I don't care, but... There's no reason, there's no way you can explain it for somebody to be complete with anybody without a, a, somebody else. Whatever you do, you have limitations. So that's where you right. need somebody else. So for mm. our, from our nature, if we're going to go back to creation, Genesis, after God created the man, all mm. the world with everything, with the man in it, the mm. man was so lonely. Yeah, He was not lonely. He had all alone. the whole earth and everything in it for him to govern. Mm. But just only because he was the only human. That's the only thing that made him lonely. Though he was capable mm. of everything else. So we see even from the beginning of our origin 
that we need yeah. each other. It doesn't matter what we have in life, but we need that community mm. around us. And the Bible says, sometimes friends are so important to the point that ex- exceed, they're better than somebody who you came from the same womb. So that's mm. how much we need to pay attention for our friends because they provide a special uh, a thing in our life or a special support in our life. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Praise God. I mean, two is better than one. Thank that's why I'm not doing Journey in the Bible alone, <laughs> right? <laughs> True. Anyways, so Genesis chapter 41 verse 16 is actually my favorite. It says, And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. As opposed to the self-centered systems of the world of science and wisdom, Joseph seems to have went to a different university or college, right? Yes, he says, it's not in me. Yeah, It's not in me. How can we learn to have that attitude? I mean, as I said before, man, like putting God mm. first, understand the role of God in your life. Because at the yeah. end of the day, the Bible says there's nothing good that we do comes from us. All mm. comes from him. Right. Like just just mm-hmm. put in the words that maybe is easier to understand. Because most of the people okay. when they talk about God, they think mm. on this complex thing that they're not able to think of. God is in mm. simpler things. Because it's made right. himself to for us to understand him. Just imagine mm. just in the law. It doesn't matter whether you believe in God or not, if you read the Bible or not, we all mm. know thou shalt not kill. Right. Killing is a sin. And yes. when you go most of the laws that we follow in society, whether we admit mm. that comes from God or not, they teach mm. us to do good. We right. do good not because we want to, not because necessarily we are born to do good, but because we learn of it. Right. And one one little thing, the simpler thing about it, all those good things come from God. Mm. So if we put God first, he teaches us what to do, how to Amen. be good. In return, is our duty mm. to be humble, to acknowledge him, since all we are capable of doing good, especially, in, for example, in this case of um, Joseph, all came mm. from God. So that's the God being the foundation is the first tool the best tool to help you Mm. be humble and actually know your place in life amen you know the fear of god is the beginning of wisdom and it says that uh, every perfect gift that's my book right Mm -hmm. is from god the father of lights so yeah you're right Uh, we can only have this attitude if we've allowed jesus christ to take place in our hearts you know, one, one thing I love about Jesus, and really Joseph is really a type of Jesus Christ, is the, the level of humility. And when Jesus came on this earth, he said, uh, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and whatever trial you have, just come to me. And then notice what he says. He says, and learn of me. Mm-hmm. But this is a different type of school. The school of Christ mm-hmm. does not teach like the world does. He says, learn of me, for I am lowly and meek in heart and you'll find rest to your soul so there's something about humility that connects us with god uh, you know a a, contr- a broken heart and a contrite heart god will not reject mm-hmm. and so this is a calling for all of us to be humble 
Bird. Even if God might have blessed us, blessed us with some talents or some skills, some visions, dreams, understanding of prophecies, etc. We should say it's not in me to explain these things, but God will do it. And that really connects us with the, uh, our next point when we go to verse number 32. 32. 32 is the verse, yes. Yeah. 32 says, And for that, the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. Now, we understand that our understanding of prophecy is only from God. But even then, the Bible admonishes us that we have a more sure word of prophecy, and we do well if we take heed unto it. And so we want to learn something a little bit about prophecy, if you will, Kirindi. Mm. And uh, verse 23 reveals an important pattern when it comes to God prophetic revelation. Mm. Something when it's repeated twice, you know, and this happens all over and over again. Even in the book of Daniel, we see, uh, you know, something that would call the principle of repetition or, re or repeat and expand. Uh, where God uses the same, not the same vision, but a similar vision to explain the same thing. For example, Daniel chapter 2, we have the dream of the great image, right? With different metals representing a kingdom each. Mm -hmm. And then in Daniel chapter 7, we have a similar dream. I should say a different dream, but with the same meaning. Mm -hmm. And this dream, we, we have beasts instead representing again each kingdom. Can you expound more on that? When God repeats something twice, what is he telling us? It means it really must come to pass and also in the near future. Like he's, right. Because at the beginning, we have to understand the origin of God. His okay. origin, himself, his truth. Mm. So when he says something, he doesn't need to repeat himself because he never <laughs> lies. Right. So if occasionally it happens that he repeats himself, mm. It means it's super, super, super serious and it's, it's urgent. Sealed. It wants you mm. to pay attention, very close attention, because those things have to pass and also most likely in your lifetime. So there's no <laughs> point say, oh, maybe it was for people came after me or, you know, in days to come, because that's most things we tend to link with prophecies, things that are going to mm. come in the future, in the future, in the future. But when he repeats himself, usually is thing that has that must come like the process has to begin very very soon wow that's amazing and you know on a greater scale we can apply this principle to the book of daniel mm. and revelation right yeah. daniel talks about a lot of stuff <laughs> but then in the book of revelation the same stuff is repeated and expanded yeah. what does that say about how we are supposed to treat the book of daniel and revelation you know most of us today, uh, we think that the book of Daniel and Revelation are books that should not be read or understood. Or oh, these type of visions, you know, it's just Joseph and Daniel stuff. Only they can understand dreams and visions. But that's not true. God has given these dreams to his people, but he has also given us someone to explain them. And who is that? Jesus Christ explains them. In Revelation, he comes and tells us this dream. The word of God itself reveals what these symbols mean and so we're not supposed to be afraid of visions or dreams or prophecy it's god's way of communicating to us as well and you know my prayer is that as we study the book of genesis in fact we are going to see many prophecies as we move on that we may allow 
uh, I think there's a verse that says, um, despise not prophesying, right? So don't put prophecy away. Study the word of God, but do it with humility. Mm-hmm. That's the key to unlocking prophecy. Not pride, but humility. What is God trying to tell me in this dream? Should be our questions. Well, so Joseph didn't just explain the dream. He gave counsel. Nobody asked him for the counsel. They just asked him to explain the dream. What does that say about how we should give the gospel to the world? Is it enough to just give information or are we supposed to give counsel as well? And also, where did Joseph get all this wisdom from? Actually, just took my word, the words out of my mouth. I was saying the key, that's the difference is the wisdom. Because that's the difference between right. knowledge and wisdom, information and wisdom. Mm. Uh, wisdom is more profound. You have yes done knowledge, you have yes done um, that information, but wisdom is to know when and how to well use those mm. things. Because he knew his job, yes, it was to, inter- to tell him the meaning of the dream to the king but he understood as the bible mm. says it was yeah. urgent he had to pass in a quick time like in very near future he understood his, his importance of yeah. that dream to be well understood not only to be known about yeah. to be well understood so it mm. can be well executed because it was kind of planned god was literally giving the right. king of egypt a plan of years to come this is what gonna happen make mm. sure you're ready for it okay so him being yeah. wise that the wisdom ca- that comes from god with only good mm. gifts as a prize right. he had to come up with a plan for not only for the king to know what the dream is but to know how to use it the importance of that dream so it can actually mm. serve its purpose because as you ask me wow. how we could mm. we should evangelize yes most mm. of us have information most mm. of us has knowledge of things lots of, of it. good news even <laughs> but we don't have that wisdom to use it the way it's supposed to be used for wow. it can help it's meant to help people directly from mm. the moment you hear it forever it doesn't have right. time period so we don't have that mm. wisdom to make it useful for everyone, for us to begin with who are sharing it, but also for all right. other people who are receiving it. Mm. So it's very, very important to go to the wisdom. And as we know, the fear of the yeah. Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the fear Amen. of the Lord itself, it literally means when you go to the book of Proverbs, I'm sorry, but this is very important. All right, let's go. He <laughs> pumps me up. When you go to the book of Proverbs, he says that the fear, he explains a lot, of, literally almost all the concepts. Okay. The fear of of God. Okay. It literally means yes. the hate of sin. You hate bad ways. Mm. You know of them and you run away from them. Okay. You hate them. Yes. That's how you fear yeah. the, the Lord. I also find a Job 28, 28 one. Okay. It says, uh, And unto the man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. Yeah. So that's a powerful one on there. But share the proverb one as well. Yeah, I want, so... I want to hear. 
Okay, it's a, a Proverbs 8, 13, which reads, Proverbs. Mm. The fear of the Lord is seeing, is seeing in hating evil. Wow. Pride, a high opinion of oneself, the evil way, mm. and the false tongue are unpleasing to me. That's wisdom speaking. Wow. wow. And you know what? Is that chapter 8? Yes. You know what it the says at the is. end? I think it says those that hate me love death. Yes. <laughs> and you know the cool thing about this? Mm-hmm. I was reading somewhere and it kind of linked this wisdom to Jesus Christ. And it reminded me of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 31, which says, And Jesus Christ is become your sanctification your righteousness and your wisdom Mm -hmm. so jesus christ is this wisdom that we need because without him we cannot be wise we have to have the mind of christ which really is can be summarized into humility yeah right because it says have ye the mind that that was in christ jesus who thought it not robbery being equal with god to be made a servant Mm -hmm. to serve and to be obedient unto death Mm -hmm. he obviously according to hebrews he loved righteousness and hated iniquity. That's the secret to his uh, life of wisdom as well. So yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up. It kind of made me think uh, on uh, what what wisdom really means. It's not information. It's really transformation. Yes. It's that change from within that happens. That's the pro- that's the testament, my personal testament to anybody. When you read All the right. book of Proverbs. Yeah. You have to get pumped. Like there's no Amen. <laughs> you get understanding. You you learn so many things that's so mm. very true, but most of us don't realize. Very practical is, book. Yes, it's very very practical. Wow. You know, wh- a while ago I did a, a series on the book of Proverbs, and I was I was amazed at what I saw in the book of Proverbs. But yeah, that's besides the point. I guess you guys can check out that series if you like. But uh, yeah, so let's move on here. In verse chapter, I mean, verse 39, Mm -hmm. there's something interesting. It says, And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God had shewed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. But even before that, let's go to verse 38. Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the spirit of God is. Mm. And right there is the secret to the life of Joseph. A man in whom the spirit of God is. And even in the book of Daniel, the same thing happens. Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar, the king was like, you must have the Holy Spirit within you. And so here's the question for us. Mm. The king recognizes that, you know, the Holy Spirit is within him. How? can we be identified as such i mean it always boils down always to the wisdom right because before you get the wisdom you have to be god guided god has to be a right. foundation the book of proverbs mm. established that with a nail on the head there's no right. other way there's no other way the fear of the lord is the beginning mm. the beginning is not even the fullest the full of it the beginning 
not begin to have wisdom to have understanding you have to fear god you fear god by who by how hating iniquity hating evil mm. how do you hate evil by knowing his law by knowing his mm. law you live by it therefore everybody can testify and see in you the character of god himself the character of jesus christ the character of mm. holy spirit the spirit of the lord has to be upon you because that's wow. what the law is for mm. I was going to ask a, a rhetorical question, really. Did Joseph hate iniquity? And the answer is yes. Oh, yes. The previous chapter, that just reveals a snippet of how he lived. He lived a life where he said, I cannot sin before God. He loved God so much, he kept his law, and he hated iniquity. And because of that, the Holy Spirit helped him. Now, everyone is given the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit does not force anyone. He will only work with you in proportion to how much you let him use you. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you find some people who have a better relationship, if you will, with the Holy Spirit. The Spirit has a much more impact on them. Where others, they're struggling, fighting with him every day, right? And yeah. the life becomes a little different. And mm -hmm. my prayer is that, you know, as we journey through the Bible, we would allow him to change our lives. That as we walk in the streets, as we you know, do things in our lives, people will see that there's something different about this person. The spirit of God is in this person. And it's not about us anyways. We just want the spirit to be recognized, to be seen, to be known. Now, in the conclusion of the story here, we see that, you know, Joseph uh, is, you know, becomes a powerful man. After explaining this dream, he is, you know, loved and you know shown given all these amazing things he becomes in fact one would say next to the king he becomes the ruler of the land Actually, but not that's, that's what happened right yeah. but the cool thing is that these things did not just happen by chance all those years in prison everywhere his life god was training him to be able to hold such a position as this you know, is the, as we conclude, I don't think we'll get into that story as much, but are there any final thoughts you want to share with the audience? I mean, what I can share is uh, from um, the verse, two verses actually, from mm. Psalms 5, and you can read the whole chapter to understand. It's not long, it's 12 verses to understand the mm. context, but the two verses I'm going to focus on is the 11 and 12 that say, mm. but let all those who put their faith in you meaning god be glad with cries of joy at all times and let all the lovers of your name be glad in you for you lord will send a blessing on upright man your grace will be round him and you will be his strength Amen. Amen. Wow. My, my prayer is that God will be your strength and your shield and the one who protects you. And that as he does all these good things to you, that you will also obey him and live according to his word. In closing, uh, Kirindi, would you love to pray for us? All right. No problem. We thank you, God. Mm. 
kupeza masaha tukatikia ngeje zinajanjibaho none mm. ndasabiye uh lisengero gwawe bantu bimvisira jambo nase twaritanze nibiji mfakusa ahabwo nibiji nkora mutima ugira ngo mane ibyo twizino munsi bibe nkitarare tumurikira nkuko kitabo 12 kirivuga kugira ngo mana imisi yacu yose tuzidutambuke mu buntu bwawe tuzidutugendere mu buntu bwawe sabivyo bikenze vyijitsa ko bimpabwa ndabazi cyasangisaranye nabandi nizinangiye ducunge Yesu Kristo amen Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being with us and for, you know, studying and journeying in the Bible with us. If you like this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up and uh, subscribe to this channel so you don't miss Genesis chapter 42. And an amazing story that will be happening there. You know, the Bible is just full of stories, mm -hmm. full of amazing stories that you don't have to be engrossed in watching worldly movies. You can learn so much from the word of God. that will bless your heart and that most of all will make you wise unto salvation and so until next video god bless you